start just looking at the population in Kansas and, and you know, the rural communities, uh, you know, that, that's a big one for you know, people who, uh, whose folks may have stayed on the family farm and not gone on to get the education, but now they're seeing, hey, I need to go and their sons, their daughters need to go and, and get a degree, those kind of things. You have first generation Americans, mm-hmm. um, you know, are the growing demographic, especially in Southwest Kansas type of students as well so just a lot of varied areas when it comes to that i'm becky kaiser with hayes post and eagle radio and i'll talk with hugo perez and carolyn tatro about the first generation student success at fort hay state university on this episode of the post podcast first of all carolyn congratulations on being here i'm assuming you've recovered from homecoming yes it was a wonderful weekend and i can't believe how quickly it went it always goes by so fast but it was a huge success we had alums and friends from all over the country and it was just a phenomenal couple of days so it feels good to be on the other side of it and just it's just such a feeling of of warmth and and old friends back in town yes just Every, and something for everybody to do is just a lot of fun when yes, homecoming occurs. That is absolutely true. It's hard to hard to fit everything into a short period of time, but we really enjoy it. Well, great. Yeah. Glad that we had such a good time and had everybody in town again. Well, first of all, I'm going to uh, let you introduce your special guest, Hugo Perez, today and talk about a special program at Fort Hay State and what it means to a lot of people in this area and beyond. Yes, absolutely. So, You know, coming off of homecoming, um, I have a lot of conversations with our alumni about different populations and demographics of our students. And it's changing a lot. You know, what what it means to be a traditional student is changing so much. So we talk about non-traditional students. We have a very robust online population. Our military-affiliated students are growing. But one of the fastest growing populations on our campus and really around the country is the first-generation college student. So this refers to, you know, the the definition has changed a little bit, um, but for the most part, the definition of a first-generation student is somebody who's uh, the first in their family to attend college or obtain a college-level degree. And Fort Hay State is really one of the best places for students to be able to do that. We have a lot of resources for our first-generation students from, you know, our affordable tuition, which we talk about all the time. Um, But also, you know, we have a number of scholarships out there. uh, And and it's not just at Fort Hayes. There are scholarships all over the country that are out there for first-generation students. Um, But we have so many different programs in our student success areas, which is why I brought Hugo Perez, who is in the student success uh, office at Fort Hayes, he, he and his crew and everybody in the student engagement world, you know, they really aim to celebrate these students who are really putting themselves out there. And, and Hugo himself is a, was a first-generation ah. student. Um, a lot of people don't realize that our own president, Tisa Mason, was a first-generation student. I did not know and that. And now she's a university president. Wow. So it's just one of those things that, you know, at commencement every year, one of my favorite uh, parts of commencement is when President Mason, you know, tries to recognize all the first gens in the audience. If you are the first person here graduating with a degree today in your in your in your uh, family, would you stand up? And it's one of the coolest things ever uh. to see how many people are in that room. And so Hugo is here with me today because he's going to talk a little bit about um, first generation students at Fort Hayes, but also what we're doing to help them and celebrate them. 
So Hugo, it sounds like the, the the awareness and the programs and the opportunities are growing for first generation students. Oh, most definitely. You know, we're, we're seeing an impact in those students that are coming from um, all over the U.S., all over Kansas to our to our institution, who are, you know, for lack of they're not prepared. You know, they they don't have somebody that they can talk to about right. the college process and the difference. That, between high school and college, the study habits, the time management skills. So we're trying to do a lot of different things to help those students um, obtain those skills. Um, I remember when I was, when I went to, to college, my, you know, my, my folks you know, from Mexico, dad had a sixth grade education. My mom dropped out when she was a sophomore. So, you know, I didn't have that support, but I was very fortunate to have some mentors um, throughout my journey that taught me a lot about what college was like, and we're just trying to pass that along to the first-gen students on the Fort Hayes State campus right now as well. Do you have an idea about how many people going to Fort Hayes State are first-generation students? Well, unfortunately, since we don't, um, on our application, it's not fully tracked. Um, it's an optional question, but uh-huh. currently um, enrolled through our through the university is about 2,800 students that have identified as a first-generation wow. college student on there so uh, enrollment's just under fourteen thousand. so you know that that's a good chunk of change yes uh, when it comes to that and those are just those students who are reporting that they are first gen students and you know maybe this is naive of me but it surprises me that there are still populations out there that would have a first generation student it seems like you know we've talked about the value of a college education for most people many people for years and, you know, there, there are always reasons why people can't or choose not to attend college. But that surprises me a little bit, that there's really this big group that you want to help out. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you start, again, you start just looking at the population in Kansas and, and you know, the rural communities. Uh, you know, that, that's a big one for, you know, people who, who, uh, whose folks may have stayed on the family farm and not gone on to get the education. But now they're seeing, hey, I need to go and their sons, their daughters need to go and, and get a degree, those kind of things. You have first-generation Americans, mm-hmm. um, you know, are the growing demographic, especially in southwest Kansas, um, on those type of students as well. So just a lot of varied areas when it comes to that of those of those students. Tell us about some of the opportunities Carolyn touched on a little bit about what what is available, and there are probably some different needs for these students. There, there are. Yeah, we uh, – first, I'll, I'll kind of talk about um, – scholarship opportunities you know i i'm in charge of a, a program it's called the access to academic opportunity grant and it was created gosh about 15 years ago it was there before i started at fort hayes um but it's to help those students who are unsure of how how to pay for college you know especially those first gen because they don't know the scholarships the financial aid areas that are out there so we work with a lot of students who are first gen from diverse backgrounds to help them pay for school and access <laughs> academic opportunities, which includes the bachelor's degree when it comes to that. Um, we're also getting ready to do a um, first-generation student celebration um, as part of a national foundation on there. Uh, Dr. Karen McCullough um, in our career services attended a conference this past summer and brought it to Fort Hayes. Um, so we're, it's our inaugural first-gen celebration. But we're going to bring together some of the other areas, you know, our tutoring services, career services, student engagement, to give those, our on-campus students, just more information about what's available out there for them to be successful. 
on there. Carolyn talked about the uh, the typical new student is not not typical anymore by any means. Do you find yourself working with the with the parents or guardians of the first generation students as well? I mean, this is some new stuff for them, right? I do. Uh, in, in my previous position in admissions, in, in doing those campus visits, I talked a lot to first-gen parents on there because they didn't know. Um, higher ed's full of different jargon in there and acronyms. And, you know, for a lot of us, you throw out FAFSA, we know exactly what that means. That's your federal aid. But you throw FAFSA out to a first-gen parent, they're like, huh? <laughs> on there, what's that mean? So, you know, walking them through those steps and how we can afford college. You know, that's been the big thing. You know, college is not affordable anymore. And you, you hear that all the time. And Fort Hayes has done such a great job in the value aspect of it. We just want to tell people, hey, this is how you can pay for college and those kind of things. We talked about how it's not like high school because it's not, you know, the time management skills. So it's just a lot of different things that we try to do in those areas and, and the tutoring services and all sorts of support. Heck, we have a learning community for first-gen students um, where about 28 students that take college classes together, they'll take their freshman seminar and another gen ed class this fall and next spring, and they live in the same area of Victory Village. Um, but they're working with uh, mentors uh, for them. Oh, that's a great so. idea. I, I was thinking, you know, the, the basics of, you know, you have to do this and mark it off. But this is a total lifestyle change for these people, and, and, and that's a big adjustment. It is. It is. I, I've talked to many, many students here these past couple of weeks. They, they're not used to it yet. You know, they're still finding the change. And it, it's, it's typically these first two months in working with first-gen student, how to figure out the daily schedule, the daily grind, if you will, when it comes to it. And I still get some parents that still call back and ask questions. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's always ongoing in working with, with those students and their families. Carolyn, do you have, at this point, has this been – uh, worked on enough and you've uh, prioritized it to where you do have some alum now that are first-gen students? We definitely have a lot um, and I think what's so important about the programs that Hugo has referenced this morning is uh, <laughs> some of the alums that come to mind, Hugo is one of them, but also in a news piece a couple years ago we referenced another one of the admissions uh uh, individuals that Hugo and I worked with. Um, her name is Aneth, and she went on to help other first-generation students after uh -huh. she graduated. She moved on to a career doing exactly that. And so what I think is so fun is just seeing how many first-generation graduates turn around, and then their goal is to help other students who were in their situation. So it is, it really is full circle for them, um, but then it allows them to bring in more opportunities in their career um, and, and, help more students who are, are trying to get through this process. So as he said, it is, you know, he's got parents that they contact him all the time still, but um, it is a, it's a long process. It's not just getting them on campus. It's getting them to stay on campus. It's getting them to stay the path and stay in their, in their programs um, and then graduate. And then how do we prepare them for what comes after graduation? Right. Well, we do that with, you know, we, we, we think that we do a great job preparing our students for graduation, but it is a little bit different when you have students whose parents can't tell them, you know, okay, what, what, what do you do when you're done with college? You know, what do you do when you're done with school? And so some of these special programs that we have, and then the people that we have on the other side, helping these students get through, um, this lifestyle is really cool to see. It's very meaningful. And, uh, you know, we just, 
we love when people come back to Fort Hayes and they're grateful for, you know, what Fort Hayes was able to offer them. And now they want to give back and do the same thing to that community. Great program. Well, we know that uh, you are kind of a genius in this first generation program, Hugo, but I understand you're also sort of a genius when it comes to knowing the names of every single high school team, the mascot. (laughs) So we have a short little quiz for you. We need to know um, what the mascot is for Rocky Ford, and and I'm not oh, talking the cantaloupe over, thing over in Colorado. Yeah, that one. Oh my gosh! No, not because I, that I, that I've was Carolyn's idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know Kansas, uh, but you have students no, coming here from, no, from Colorado. I, do, I know. I'm, try, so. I'm trying to think of their school. No, I I do not know Colorado Rocky Ford. You want to tell him, Carolyn? They're known for melons. See, that was a little bit of a hint there. The cantaloupes you've probably heard of. (laughs) It's pretty good. The the melons, you'll you'll have to ask. I like that. That's great. I got to work in Colorado. (laughs) 